I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome to The Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Friends. How's everyone doing on this lovely Monday? Oh, man. Monday evening. Pretty good. It's actually a pretty good day. Good start of the week. That's always good to hear, considering Mondays most of the time are usually the make it or break it. Yeah. It's like it's like they want to test you right at the beginning of the week to make sure you are ready yes. for the turmoil. As soon as you wake up. <laughs> but you know what? When it's all said and done and the hustle and bustle of the day is done grinding your gears, we'll be here for you mm-hmm. to talk about friends. And a subject in particular that I'm sure a lot of us are familiar with, the theft of mm. identities. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Very common. Very common. Watch your credit cards, everyone. Scammers are everywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take you to the episode, and it's titled The One with the Fake Monica. <laughs> All right. So let's get started with the episode. In the first scene, we're actually at Monica and Rachel's apartment hanging out with everyone. The potential scene of the crime. And Monica's looking through like all her credit card statements. Like she got her card or her identity stolen. So she's starting to notice a lot of uh, inaccuracies in her statements. Mm -hmm. Some things that she would normally purchase and a lot of things that she would not. Yeah, she, she was like going through the list and she's like, this is just reckless spending. And Ross is like. Uh, you know, when you uh, someone steal your credit card or your identity, that's kind of the the caution in the wind there. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow, thanks, Captain Hindsight. I know, right? <laughs> and Chandler's like, wow, what a nerd. Who who ordered a Wonder Mop? <laughs> Ouch. And Monica's like, actually, um, that, that, uh, that was mine. Yeah, that belongs to me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so in this episode, you know, Rachel's even telling her. Stop worrying about it, Monica. Like, the credit card company already said that, you know, they'll fix it. You pay for just whatever you purchased, you know. But Monica just couldn't help but see all the stuff that was on the transaction. Yeah, like, the full Monica mode starts to Mm -hmm. come out here. It's like, it's the principle. Yeah. You know, it's not the fact that she can replace the items. It's the fact that someone is using her good name. Yeah. Like, and living her life or something. Like, this whole other life or something. So... But, the fake Monica. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, you know, Marcel's doing a little sum sum in the corner. So um, yeah, he's making his own problems in the background. Mm-hmm. Go check this out. Boss, he's doing it again. Oh, Marcel, stop humping the lamp. Stop humping. Now, Marcel, come, come back, come here, Marcel. Oh no, no, not in my room. I'll get him. Ross, you've got to do something about the humping. What? It's it's just a phase. Well, that's what we said about Joey. <laughs> hey, would you all relax? It's not that big a deal. Marcel, stop it! Marcel! 
monkey. What? Uh, let's just say my curious George doll is no longer curious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Marcel. Hashtag horny monkeys. <sighs> Sorry, Ross, but um, you're going to have to just deal with it. <laughs> I mean, I honestly don't even think Ross was anticipating mm-hmm. how fast uh, puberty was going to come knocking on the door. Uh, we're working on monkey time here. It's just the monkey. <laughs> anyway, insert intro. Did no one tell you that there's a monkey humping things? He won't stop until he gets, gets that monkey. Whoa, Wait. we're not going to finish that. <laughs> Think about the kids. Ay, ay, ay. Anyway, so... We told you we'd put more lyrics to it. We're working on it, guys. Yeah, well, it's about midnight, and we're still at Monica and Rachel's apartment. And Rachel hears, like, you know, Monica in the living room. So she comes out. She's like, Monica, are you seriously still hung up on that? Like, you're still looking through this girl, the straight, like, the statements and everything? It's like a fast panda Monica. She's just at the table, just, like, fumbling through all this paperwork. Yeah. And she's like super invested in all these purchases. She's like, I don't get it. It's like I should be living this life. She's over here like going to plays that I want to go to, but I never buy the tickets, you know. And she's like buying clothes at stores that I'm intimidated by the saleswoman, and you know. And she's almost like she read Monica's diary. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And she's like, (laughs) you know. And then she was like saying something about like what three hundred dollars on art supply, and Rich is like, but you're not an artist. Ouch! (laughs) Critical observation from Rachel. Monica's like, but but I could be if I had the supply. (laughs) (laughs) So she's like trying to like compare her life and and to her. She's like, man, her life is like she's living my life, except she doesn't have to have my mom. It's almost (laughs) like she's trying to validate the purchases that this Mm -hmm. random stranger is making. It's like she's doing it for me. Yeah, and so she's like, let's compare it, right? And then Rachel's like. Oh, no, that's going to take a long time. Keep in mind, it's already like 12, yeah. 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, meanwhile, it's the next day and we're at Central Park. The base of operations for the friends, as we all know at this point. And Joey and Chandler are hanging out. And we notice Joey's going through his own critical debate. Yeah, see, so now that, you know, since he's an actor and all that, he I guess he needs like a new stage name. His agent wants him to have a new stage name so you know chandler's trying to help him out you know like oh uh joey switzerland you know <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to go for something uh, i think in, if we're putting it in joey's terms less italian sounding yeah. i suppose to match the role or something like that and then joey's like well you know joey switzerland just makes me sound like small and he's doing like his little finger index type of thing <laughs> and the <laughs> waitress happens to like Drop the coffee at the table and sees him doing that, and he's like, "Whoa, no, whoa, no, whoa, no, 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 not, no, that, not that. 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 That's not what we meant." <laughs> Wait, she, why are you running? She nodded her head though. She's like, "Oh, okay, okay." And then Chandler thought it'd be a funny idea, without even thinking it. What about Joe Stalin? <laughs> now keep in mind, this is the Chan Man, so uh, <laughs> he's being sarcastic because, as we all know. Joseph Stalin would not be the best choice of name for this particular situation. Yeah, but But Joey Joey is not aware of the circumstances. Yeah, so Joey's like, oh yeah, that sounds great. 
And then Chandler was just like, and then so Joey's like, well, I'll use it, right? And then Chandler's like, yeah. And then he's like, huh? But then he doesn't even, like, correct it or anything. He just kind of lets Joey, like, go with it. Oh, my gosh. Damage is done. Yep, yep. Meanwhile, we're back at Monica's and Rachel. And Monica's on the phone right now. You know, she's, I guess, from the transaction, she noticed one of, like, the dance studio um, as a purchase, right? Um, so she's Yet like, another endeavor Monica cannot participate in. Mm. And so she's calling the dance studio, right, as if she's this person. And she's like, hey, um, I'm actually going to um, be taking classes with you guys. And I just wanted to know, what classes were those? <laughs> like, you didn't know what you signed up for, right? But they tell her anyways. So it's tap class. And, you know, so... She's just like, Rachel's like, what are you doing? You know, what, what are you doing now? Like, you're going to go and see the person that stole your identity? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to confront this person and get the answers directly. Yeah. And yeah, Monica's pretty much like, it's not fair. I should be able to meet the person, right, who's living my life. And then Phoebe enters in with her little drama role. like. <laughs> but, um, you know. That was pretty much the gist of that. So, so now it's uh, Operation Go See a Person Who Stole My Identity. Mm-hmm. And uh, get a free tap dance lesson while we're at it. Yeah. And actually, it's a nice change of scene because it's at a tap studio. Kind of refreshing for a scene switch, right? Well, anytime <laughs> we get away from coffee and yeah. couches, it's a good look. Yeah. <laughs> and they were originally just going to like sit in the back just to kind of guess and see, like, ooh, do you think it's her? Which one is it, you know? But uh, the dance studio teacher is very inclusive and will not take sitting for an answer. Yeah, she's like, um, you don't observe in a dance class. You dance in a dance class or you learn, right? Not participate! Yeah, so they obviously go, you know, they have they put like the spare tap shoes on and they start dancing. And like Monica's like, I'm not getting this. And Phoebe's like, I am. But Phoebe's actually just kind of doing her own little. She's kind of doing her own uh, hippie hippie tribal dance in the background. (laughs) Meanwhile, Rachel is actually. Communing with the spirits. Yeah, she actually gets the entire steps. And like Monica looks at her like, really? And she's like, what? You just tap one day, tap. (laughs) Like make it sound so easy. Just totally simplifies it. But meanwhile, in Monica's world, it's like, how do you people do this? Right. So after that, the dance teacher's like, all right, let's start in pairs now, you know? So Phoebe, Monica, and Rachel are trying to figure out who's going to be whose partner because there's three of them. And Phoebe does the honor of like, and my mother said I thought to choose you. Like, you know, the whole eeny meeny thing. And she picks Rachel. So Monica's like, oh, great. It's gym class all over again. I'm alone. (laughs) And so the dance teacher's like, no, it's okay. You can be my partner. She's like, oh, great. Oh, great. I'm going to be yeah. stuck with the overly critical dance teacher. Right. This can't uh, possibly go wrong at all. Yeah, but someone... As would have it. <laughs> ...enters in dun, 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 and says, wait, it's okay, it's okay, I'm here, I'm late, I'm late. And little do we know, she is... Monica. Geller. <laughs> <laughs> wow so good timing to meet miss uh second monica geller here and uh to be 
Monica's partner in dancing. So on the fly, <laughs> as we're introducing names, mm-hmm. Monica comes up with her uh, own quick hand Monica. <laughs> she's like, hi, I'm uh, Manana. <laughs> and she's like, oh. Manamana. Manana. She's like, yeah, it's it's Dutch. And then <laughs> my other Monica's going, oh, I, I went there for a couple of years. And she starts talking to her in Dutch. And <laughs> what are the odds? And um, Monica goes, Pennsylvanian Dutch. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, uh, we go by state lines here. Yeah, but we'll, we'll circle back to Manana and Monica here in a bit. Um, meanwhile, we're back at Central Perk where the guys are hanging out. And Ross, of course, in his bummed out voice. I'm Ross. Insert monkey problems yeah. here. So I guess he took Marcel to the vet um, to get him checked out. Like, is this behavior normal that he's just humping continuously? It's making him aggressive. Well, you know, I would like Mm. to imagine it's one of those things that comes with the package. But for Ross, uh, owning a monkey is a new experience. Yeah. And so I guess the vet told him, like, you're just going to have to give up the monkey because either he needs more space or you need to give them up, you know. Yeah, cause... It's not the same thing as having like a cat or a dog in heat. This is a monkey. Things yeah. get uh, slightly more aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> and so Chandler and Joy is like, well, what are you going to do? You know, and he's like, well, I guess I'm going to have to like start applying to like maybe get him to be at a zoo or something, you know, for his new home. Yeah, anything to avoid the other mm-hmm. place. And, you know, so Ross is thinking of a few. He's like, you know, what about the, the bigger, the biggest zoo, um, San Diego Zoo? shout out and miami and then chandler's like oh you don't want to do that because that's too close to the beach and you know that's a that's going to be a party zoo but at the you know (laughs) chandler being the chan man i don't know but yeah so ross is pretty bummed out you know this is like his best friend and And it's almost like uh having a second kid for him yeah you know he's really close to marcel means a lot to the guy uh, like emotional support monkey like throughout the whole process and mm-hmm. most of the problems he's been having with his divorce right you know he's had marcel for the better half of the experience yeah and he's now been there. his friend is leaving i do want to point out though that you know so in this episode ross mentions that he sees the vet obviously the vet sees an exotic animal Whereas in the last episode, or it's kind of funny how he doesn't like narc on him. Like, yeah. Why do you have this monkey? Why do you have this monkey? <laughs> We're in one of the previous episodes. We talked about the pest control wanting to take him away because it's illegal to have an exotic animal in that city. It's kind of leading us so. to believe that maybe Ross has some sort mm. of under table relationship with the vet. Maybe. Or maybe they're just cool like that. Something. We'll never know. Yep. But enter the ladies and they're pretty excited for some odd reason <laughs> and the guys are like oh wait did you find her did you find the girl who stole your identity <laughs> and she's like yeah we did and then ross is like did you call the cops no <laughs> rachel's like we took her lunch what you took her to lunch what I mean, the exact opposite of what we would do in this scenario. Oh, man. So Ross is like, are you insane? Like, we're talking about the woman who stole your identity and you went to lunch with her? And she's just like, actually, after you talked to her for about like the first 10 minutes, you forget she's about that. She's pretty cool. <laughs> so, like, really? 
<laughs> seems like they've made a new friend. Unexpectedly. Mm. Yep. So like, let us not forget the power of your, <laughs> the power of thievery, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Words are escaping me this Monday. Oh, yeah, it is a Monday night, all right. So, well, now we're actually back at the apartment, and uh, Monica was hanging out with Monica, pretty much. But, of course, <laughs> under her secret disguise as Manana. Yeah, hanging out, telling Rachel all the things that they went and did. You know, it was like a like a new experience for Manana, you know? <laughs> Um, and so then Monica's telling her, like, yeah, get ready, because tomorrow we're going to go audition for Cats. And she's like, huh? Like, I don't want to sing on stage. Like, getting her to try all these new things in her life that she's never done. Kind of exactly what Monica needed. I mean, she was just complaining, looking over all those statements, like, she's literally doing everything I want to do. Yeah. And now, whether she realizes it or not, she's out here living her best life. Hmm. Well, we'll see what happens next. Just not under the best circumstances. <laughs> All right, so now we're still in Monica's apartment hanging out. The travesty continues. You know, and it's Phoebe and Ross and Rachel, right? So... Ross is reading letters from like all these zoos that he applied to for for them to try to accept Marcel. You gotta picture it like uh, sending your kids to college, except in this case, it's uh, trying to get a monkey into a safe environment. Yeah, and so Ross and his, you know, all bummed out. Oh, we didn't get into Scranton. <laughs> that was our safety zoo. You know, they take any animal <laughs> like uh, cats, dogs, cows. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and so they're trying to, like, make him feel, I don't know, like, Ross was like, I don't know who's affecting more. They're trying to reassure him that, you know, they're going to find a safe place for Marcel. you know. Trying to make him feel better, because uh, this is a very unlikely scenario. Yeah. Oh, and Chandler happens to be here, too, by the way, because um, Joey's about to walk in (laughs) in this scene. Um and of course, Marcel was humping the damn chair again, so... Can't stop, won't stop. Yeah, Phoebe's like, I think he's taking a good turn out of that chair, so... <laughs> but Joey walks in, like, really bummed out, and he's just like, Did you know that Joseph Stalin's taken? Did you know it was a real guy? Man, apparently he was some kind of, like, Russian, Russian dictator. dictator. So, and then Chandler's just like, No. Really? And then Joey's just like, he said something like, he's like, yeah, man, you think you would have known? And then Chandler's like, you think I would have? Like, <laughs> Even though the Chan man was low-key pretty aware the whole time of yeah. the name that Joey was picking, but didn't have the heart to tell him. Right? So then Joey's like asking Phoebe, like, what would you pick for my stage name? And Phoebe just kind of like looks at him and like pause for a second and she's less like... Lame boy. <laughs> I mean, if he was auditioning for a member of the Fantastic Four, you know, he's halfway on his way with that name. Hey. Ta-da. Meanwhile, well, now we're actually in the next scene. So Central Perk. And it's Ross. You know, he's having an interview with someone he thinks would possibly be you know, somewhere Marcel can go. 
Like, uh, he seems to be a mini zoo owner, perhaps, yeah. or like a animal trainer of some sorts. It's pretty vague on details mm-hmm. as to who this guy is, but he's very interested in Marcel. Yeah, he's like asking Ross all these weird questions, like, can he handle small objects? He's you like, uh, he can handle a banana, if that's what you mean. <laughs> no, sir, that's not what I mean at all. You I mean, can he hold a hammer? <laughs> Perhaps a small blade? And you know, my... the guy was uh, really eccentric, and the questions oh, were man. continuing to get more and more outrageous. Yeah, and Ross is like, why would he need any of that, you know? He's like, well, you know, if he if he's against a tiger or, you know. A giant horned <laughs> animal. You know, uh, you got to give the little guy something so he can defend himself. Yeah. So at this point, Ross is kind of like confused. Like, what did I just get myself into with this is guy? Is this really the only choice left I have for Marcel? But Chandler and Joey run in super excited. And they're screaming, he got into San Diego. He got in. He got in. Oh, man. Super stoked. And then the other guy was still trying to convince Ross. He's like, um, Ross, my friend, come over here. I still think you're making a terrible decision. Yep. Give yep. me your monkey. Yeah. And at that point, the fellows were like, okay, clearly this guy is bad news. Mm-hmm. Cut and break. Seriously. But good news for Marcel, the San, San Diego, Diego Zoo. Mm-hmm. Whoop, whoop. That's has accepted cool. our friend. Yep, yep. So now we're in the next scene, and we are at Monica and Rachel's. And Rachel looks pretty worried. Like, you're going to see a lot of uh, maturity here, because Rachel's really concerned about Manana, as she walks in pretty drunk, you yeah, know? Yeah, this is a total change of pace for her character. She's mm-hmm. usually so responsible on top of things. Yeah. Whereas Monana is just kind of stumbling into the apartment, not really aware of the time mm-hmm. or it's, how she's yeah. acting. It's like broad daylight at this point, And it's like, Rachel's like, where the hell have you been? You know, your work call. They want to know if you're coming into work today. And Monica or Monana is like, nope. Like, and I couldn't care less. Yeah. How you doing? Potato salad. <laughs> She starts, like, breaking her own rules, so she starts, like, drinking from the sink, and she's like, breaking rules are fun, like, and it's, like, not her, you know, but... It almost sounds as if Monica is speaking for Monana. Yeah. (laughs) And Rachel's like, this isn't you, like, can you stop, like, you need to get a grip of yourself. And Monica's like, but what if it is, you know, like... What if this is the real me? Are you the real you? Just been like holding out all because of this transaction and identity theft, you know, but... Like this identity theft's the best thing that ever happened to me. You know, she sounds a little, you know, out of perspective here. Yeah. She's thinking more about all the things that she thought she was missing out on instead of what she's potentially losing. Exactly. And at this point, the phone rings again and Rachel answers it. You know, she sounds kind of worried, and she's like, hey, Manana, it's for you. (laughs) It's the credit card company, right? And so she takes a phone, and all instant, like, her hungover drunkness just gone, straight face right away. Finds out that Monica Geller is in jail. Wow. Talk about the justice system really going to work for you. Yep. So... As we enter into a whole new scene, uh, Rikers Island, 
jail. Uh, you Ooh, know. The deep end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Manana's there to see Monica and uh, have a little chat with her. And here's what happens. Better pull your harmonicas out for this one, kids. How did you know I was here? Because I'm Monica Geller. It was my credit card you were using. That I was not expecting. (laughs) I want you to know it wasn't me who turned you in. Oh. Thanks. Ooh, wow. Plot twist. Yeah, but at least, you know, Manana, well, real Monica was... (laughs) You know, surprisingly, I think we can say that now. We can say yeah, Monica again. Monica again. Surprisingly, you know, she didn't she didn't turn her in. In fact, she felt like she learned a lot from her. You yeah, know, kind of like a little lesson about uh, financial freedom. Mm-hmm. Learning uh, you can step out of the bounds within reason. Yeah, and Monica's just like, "What am I gonna do without you?" You know, and you know, you're my spiritual guide. Yeah, and the other Monica's well, yeah. <laughs> Fake Monica was like, you're just going to go continue being you because that's who you are. Like, go live your life, you know? And she's just like, but what if I don't want to? And she's like, but you are because <laughs> that's who you are, right? Why am I telling you this? <laughs> and then she's like, you're worried about that when I have to worry about peeing next to how many girls? Like, she's trying to, like, share the fact that, hello, I'm in jail. But obviously, you know. You messed up, right? So, anyway. A little bit of perspective there. Yeah. So, the next scene actually takes us to Monica still trying to step out of her comfort zone and has the courage to take another tap class by herself, right? And so, she joins the class. She's starting to tap dance a little bit. The teacher's going, hey, you in the back. You're doing it wrong. She's like, at least I'm doing it. (laughs) So... Giving it that sophomore yeah. try. There you go, Monica. Good commendable moment for Monica there. So, you know. A little closure to her uh, identity theft arc. Mm-hmm. While she's at this uh, dance studio, though, we now go to the airport where it's time to say farewell to Marcel. You know, mm-hmm. Ross has his little support team there with him. Yeah. And they're all saying their goodbyes. You know, Rachel gives him something to remember her by or eat or hump or whatever <laughs> he may do. <laughs> Mostly hump. So, you know, and then Ross is like, I want to, can you guys, can I have some alone time with Marcel? have a Marcel? private time with Marcel. And so they're like, yeah, sure. They step back a little bit. And then Ross looks up again like, like hey, further, like go further. So then they all walk away. <laughs> And just pretend to, like, look out the window or something, like, at the airplanes. Even though, technically, they're still within earshot. But, you know, he's going for that intimacy here. Yeah, and so he's trying to have, like, that moment with Marcel, you know, talking about how he'll miss him, how he's his buddy, and he'll never forget him. And, you know, while Ross is, like, being all sentimental with Marcel, Marcel starts, uh... Looking for something to hunt. Mm. (laughs) Starts humping Ross's leg. (laughs) This is really not the... Come come on, buddy. Uh, Yeah. And uh, so at that point, Ross is like, you know what? I'm trying to talk to you. Okay, you know what? Nope, you're not taking me serious. Just take him away. Yeah. So he's like, just take him. Cue the sad music. mm Mm-hmm. Flight attendant opens it up and 
He goes into the cage and off he goes to San Diego. So the friends are there to hug him and, you know, be there for Ross. Missed that monkey, right? Time to move on. Yep. And now we are in the last scene of the episode. Before those credits roll, it's time to check on our friend uh, Joey, I mean Joseph, I mean Joey Stalin. Stay alone. <laughs> he still has not decided. Yep. So he's ad- auditioning for something, you know. So they have one person go out first. And it's just a stage here that you see with the curtains in the back already closed. Joey gets on stage and uh, they ask him for his name and he says... Holding my groin. That's the end of episode 21. <laughs> and as uh, so we slowly die from holding our groins, <laughs> let's go into that review. All right, and that brings episode 21 to the close. So Mm -hmm. now we're going to go in with some thoughts and opinions about what we thought of the one with the fake Monica. Chris, your thoughts. For me personally, my favorite part of this episode was when Rachel showed her concern for Monica. Oh, yeah. You know, um, and and as you guys remember, she Rachel didn't start off as a responsible person. She was daddy's little girl. So yeah, kind of like selfish, mm-hmm. still yeah. really just depending on Thinks other people to her. take care of things. Yeah. And only... But it's kind of like a role reversal. But here she's just like, where the hell have you been? Like she was super concerned about Monica's well-being, like like wanting her to go to work. But Monica didn't want to. But she was being that friend to her. And that was really cool. To see Rachel's growth throughout the season. Generally, Um, her, like, uh, going out of her way to make sure someone else is okay. Instead of, like, someone kind of, like, jumping in on one of her problems. Exactly. And I definitely felt for Ross, you know, because Marcel is, like, his emotional pet support, like you mentioned. And for him to have to, like, let go and give that up, like, that's pretty heartbreaking, you know? Yeah. Even though I kind of feel like uh, that moment was robbed from Ross just yeah. a little bit because Marcel, Thanks, Marcel. was in uh, full monkey heat, <laughs> so there was no way the sincerity Remember, was coming through. Marcel time, guys. This is the part for the monkeys. Yeah. Like slams the door. But uh, yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly and on on those sentiments. Yeah. Uh, I also want to say as like my toss in for this episode. Um, there was a lot of hilarity, which mm. I personally enjoy. It was yeah. kind of like off the wall, like a uh, really random scenario. Like the idea of like someone stealing your identity and then you going on like an Oliver Twist adventure right. with them. That's actually pretty cool. I was going to say like that, that was another part where Monica, you know, she instead you know, she of ended up being friends yeah. with her doppelganger she, or doppelgeller as we should say. Like you were <laughs> saying how it was a pretty funny episode and it's nice to see that. They took a bad situation and made made it light. You know, they they made turned it, it into a lesson. Yeah, they turned it into a positive thing, and obviously, fake Monica learned her lesson. You know, mm. <laughs> eh. you know, via prison. <laughs> but hey, to each their own. Yeah, but overall, pretty good episode. Indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're gonna bring this episode of the Barker Lounge to a close. We've got a. Uh, 
a lot of big things in the pipe works coming for future episodes and mm-hmm. uh, future Indeed. seasons, I should say, because uh, season one of Friends is wrapping up, which means we're going to have to do something a little special for you guys. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, More details on that for future episodes to come. But in the meantime, Chris, tell them where you can find us. You can always find us on our Instagram page at The Lounge. To see our updates when the episodes drops and all of our listening platforms are on there. Thank you to all our followers and for supporting and sharing this journey with us. And we will finish every episode. Hey, 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 hey. You only get one of those. They only get one of those every episode. I know, I know. All right, guys. We will see you on Friday. Bye. I'm the real killer, yes I'm the real killer All your other fake killers are just imitating So won't the real killer Please stand up, please stand up I repeat, well I'm the real killer Please I'm, what? Oh man, we're gonna have a problem here It's like you'll never had your ID stolen before Tap shoes on the floor, getting fried And so you go explode And what? Uh, what? Uh what is uh, what is going on in nothing, here? Nothing. Just, uh, no, no. Like, um, please finish. You know, like what? What, did, huh? what, what am I missing here? No, no, nothing, nothing. Just MC Gella. You know, Monica Gella. What? What? <laughs> <laughs>